very, very, very pleased to be joined by Daniel uh, DC Maxwell, uh, who's just released a new single, The Leading Man. Uh, Morena, Daniel, how are you going? Uh, kia ora, Dave. I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. No trouble. You, uh, you are one of the uh, hardest working under pressure artists in Aotearoa music. I can tell because of how quickly we went from uh, picking up to getting into that interview. So thank you so oh, much. Oh, cheers, mate. Well, you know, they say I'm, I like to think of myself as a pro, so it just it <laughs> throw me in the fire and we'll see how we do. <laughs> Baptism by fire is the way to go. Now, uh, congratulations. The single is out today uh, and the music video, which is fantastic mm-hmm. as well. Uh, it must feel so good to have that out there in the open and the public eye. How does it feel? Oh, thank you. Yeah, it feels really good. I mean, like, we've been, uh, I've been writing these songs for the past couple of years, and we've had the, the, the song recorded for at least six months now, and we've been playing shows, but, um, I, you know, we've been doing some cool stuff around Auckland, but I think we could really push the boat out as far as we could without releasing anything, so it's about time we dropped something. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to hear that, like, even... With a seasoned musician such as yourself, there's still like this huge waiting period between finishing like, a song being written and recorded and mastered and everything to actually releasing it. Yeah, totally. And this um, project, like I've signed with uh, Danger Collective Record to a, a label in, in the US. And so I think that just adds another level of complication of time frames and late night Zoom calls. And mm. yeah. Uh, but but it's no, it's, it's it's really good to to get this music out. Feels great. Fine, when sorry, I think I had a stroke. Fantastic and wonderful is what I was trying to say. Um, <laughs> now, now um, the song uh, you've got guest performances on this, such as Elizabeth Stokes from the Beths and David Kahn uh, from Marlon Williams. Mm-hmm. Amazing, amazing. Have you worked with these people before? Are these the sort of uh, musicians that you're rubbing shoulders with while up in Tamaki Makoto? Uh, I would like to say yes, but no. <laughs> I think a lot of it comes from, like, I've been working really closely on this project with producer Peter Riddell, who you might know from Wax Chattel oh, yeah. and, and Sulfate. And, you know, both me and Peter come from, like, a punk background. Um, I was in a band called Roids before DC Maxwell. Mm. And I think for, like, us, we just had that kind of punk aesthetic of, like, let's get this thing sounding as good as we possibly can well maybe that's not punk but then (laughs) but like we didn't have a lot of money to throw at this but we both wanted to make it like the most amazing 1970s massive studio album like glenn campbell lee hazelwood as we could so we ended up just like calling in every favor from every person we knew and vaguely knew and um yeah and and i'm just really it's, it's really like an honor to have such amazing musicians on this track. Uh, I think we basically sent them shitty phone recorded demos of me playing the song <laughs> acoustically and, and they liked the song enough or trusted Peter enough to, to give it a go and come in and record. I love it. I, I love it so much. It's so funny <laughs> to me that uh, you come from these punk uh, backgrounds to then go into you know, sort of weird country or whatever you, you'd like to yeah. call what this is now. And I think that's where um, where music can get those fresh takes or those fresh perspectives is when you're coming from a different background, trying something new, and mm. you, you're not, like, used to the, the rules of that genre, if you know what I mean. Have you found that while writing this album? Yeah, totally. And I think that's, like, why I call it, like, weirdo country rather than just straight country. Because there's some, like, not to be a hater, but there's, you know, some 
country artists from New Zealand and Australia, they like sing with American accents or mm. they're singing about like sitting on the back of a pickup truck with like, you know, not calling it a ute. And, but, um, <laughs> but it was really like important. Like I just kept like Chris Knox in my mind and like Don McGlashan and like those great New Zealand songwriters just to really kind of take the songwriting seriously. And yeah. I think country is like a great platform to do it and because you basically like a short story writer like there's no um <clears throat> sorry you basically have to um you know tell a compelling story within three or four minutes in yeah. this case actually five <laughs> <laughs> five minutes 12 seconds it's it's a really interesting take that you do hear that a lot right you there's not many oh no there are in the alternative scene certainly but i feel like that you don't hear that uh what, what like naive and kind of like silly New Zealand accent come through in a lot of music? And I want to actually, I want to hear that. I want the New Zealand country album where they talk about Toyotas and Utes, not. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I don't have any car songs in this one, but I mean, like, it was really big for me writing this, these songs, like, because we have some other ones coming. Just to think of like the people in these songs as New Zealanders, and like think of the stories like as a story that could happen in New Zealand mm. like it was really important to not let it drift into that um you know Americana kind yeah. of thing absolutely absolutely now with the what the I always am this is a question that I always hate to ask because I always ask it in the wrong way <laughs> basically the question is what's the song about what's the song about but I love the narrative that every song tells so what is the narrative that the leading man uh, is telling the listener oh that's no that's not a hard question for this one this is I guess like a murder ballad uh, set in a theatre um, the song's kind of written from the perspective of like a jealous actor who's watching this drunk ass um, the title title character is the leading man he's performing on the stage but the song's from the perspective of another actor watching him and he just thinks he can do a better job he's really pissed off that the leading man is stuffing things up so much and he just you know thinks he can do it better and the song escalates and i guess it wouldn't be a murder ballad if it didn't end in murder so (laughs) (laughs) it's um i mean it's quite a it's quite a dark theme of a, a song where did you I mean is it based on anything real yeah it's funny like I don't I mean it is don't implicate bit, yourself I don't want to like you know call anyone out but you know a few years ago there was a real story about a, a New Zealand high school that had a play on oh and, my god and, and yeah and some kids got seriously hurt during the play and like obviously I was not trying to rewrite that at all yes. and I'm it's, it's terrible that that happened but just that idea of like real violence in a fake play or a fake movie setting uh, really kind of stuck with me and, and kind of uh, kicked around in my head for at least a couple of years. Yeah. And then now that the song's out, I'm like, oh, I, th- I think that is, was influenced by that. Daniel, this is unbelievable. I know the exact incident that you're talking about. I know the person who accidentally did that. Oh, and, God. And uh, they were just on the show. They literally just called the show, like... <laughs> oh my god well i hope we haven't outed them no 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 i well, mean I, I mean like i hope they're okay with that it's 
I, I, I think that, because because God, it must have been a terrible oh, experience. Horrifying, horrifying. And that's um, what is what a small, if I know, New Zealand world. Like, yeah, that's oh. New Zealand. That's New Zealand for you. Um, <clears throat> we so for the for the album. When can mm-hmm. we expect the album to uh, to drop? Um, well, I haven't officially announced that there's an album yet, but I think you can make an educated guess that there will be more songs coming out later in the year. I've, I've signed with uh, Danger Collective Records, and yeah, I guess it, we just kind of have to say watch the space at this point. Um, and yeah. Wonderful. Well, Daniel, thank you so much for taking the time uh, to come on and talk about The Leading Man. I'm looking forward to hearing much more of your music, and uh, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Any final words for uh, people, uh, you know, that are potential DC Maxwell fans out there? Um, I guess, like, saddle up and enjoy the song. Like, we've, we've really thrown everything at the wall on this song, and yeah, I hope you enjoy it. And hope to meet you, potential fans alive. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you so much, uh, Daniel. Stay on the line. Here it is. It is DC Maxwell with The Leading Man. Keep it locked on Radio 1 91 FM. I've ever felt, I've never felt so well